Advertising. Hold on to your butts. Don't waste my motherfucking time! I got up this morning. Welcome, everybody, to another riveting, exciting episode of the Lotus Cast, live right here on strangelabel.com, thelotuscast.com, all that great stuff. I'd like to welcome my good friend, Joey Thundernuts. Hello, hello. Adam Parcheesi. Hey. Welcome. Welcome. And surprise guest, Dave Harvey. Oh, I wish. (laughs) More than a million wishes. (laughs) Dave's a working would, man now. He doesn't he doesn't have time for this. He's so busy. Yeah, he doesn't have time for us little folk. Us little fellas. That Dave is a working man. He even says that when I see him now. He's just like, oh, I have to check my work schedule. He's like, that's so weird to say. He probably works like one day a week. <laughs> he is part-time. Well, he's working very part-time. Yeah. yeah, he's like five days a week or... But like four hours a day. Yeah, he was complaining. Like he's just like, why can't I get it all over at once? Like they scheduled me out for five days at like four I, hours. I a really day. think <laughs> that Dave would definitely work like a twenty-four hour work. Oh day. yeah, if like, he could, just yeah. I mean, I don't blame he him. Would I would do the same the... thing. Like if I could work forty hours in like three days, I would do it. You could. I mean, yeah. I just mean like if my job would allow me to do that, I would do it. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be cool, like the four hours. I There's, um, where I work, there's shifts that are seven days, seven off. And I often wonder if I would enjoy doing that. Like, I could work seven days straight and then have seven days off. I, would, I think I could. Yeah, I, would, I think I would I would probably do that, honestly. There are jobs, too, yeah. like if you work on, like, an oil pipeline or something where you work four months and then you get four months off. Right. Dan Furnicast from the Furnicast. Uh, on Monday nights on Strange Label, he does that. He's he's working like always crazy hours, and he works in I, I think the Earl business. And uh, but you have to live on the Earl rig, right? <laughs> yeah, he he's always gone though for I mean months it, it seems like, and then he comes back and and he's here for a couple weeks or he's home for a couple weeks and then he's back at it again. But he makes that sweet fucking Earl money and. Uh, yeah, like, does he have to pay for uh, lodging or anything like that? Like, he doesn't, like, have an apartment or something that he's just paying for and not living in, right? Well, I mean, he has a house. Like, he, he has a, a wife and, and kids, I believe. Oh, they don't um, mind that he's just gone for months at a time? I'm sure they mind. Like, I, I'm sure it's not ideal. But then I, I think every time he's like, oh, well, uh, I'll see you later. I'll really miss you. And then they get to spend that Dan Ferna case money. They're happier. <laughs> like It's like, oh, I really, really miss him. Let me dry my tears with the Dan Furnicast money. Yeah, well, they're like, well, we miss you, but the money really makes up for it. Does he have a second right. life? A second wife? That is a uh... at the Earl rig. Yeah. Well, I think he's at different Earl rigs. Oh, he's traveling constantly. Yeah, I don't. I think he's, he's not at different stationed places. at one, like in the middle of right. the ocean or something. So he's got Earl wives. 
all over the world then. Yeah. I don't even know what he does. I like I don't know what his job is. I don't think he's got like one of those giant wrenches and he's just tightening giant bolts on Earl rigs. <laughs> like, is that even something he, that happens anymore? Is it at all like computerized now? Well, I mean, still somebody's got to get out there with a giant wrench, like the fucking uh, Michael Clark Duncan sized wrench. <laughs> is that what happens in like the Gulf when they had that like BP oil spill? I mean, my only experience with Earl Riggs is Armageddon. Like, that's it. I, well, I, I mean, and also in like Man of Steel when it exploded, you had to go save everybody on it. Yeah, but I, I mean, I really only watched that movie maybe three times, and I've seen Armageddon 50 times. So. I just know that, you know, it exploded and they had giant sized wrenches. They fixed it, you know? It's like the submarines. Whenever, like, the sub has a leak, like, they just have these giant wrenches that plug the leak. Isn't there, like, off the coast of England, some guy, like, bought an abandoned oil rig and turned it into his own country? Uh, I hope so. Isn't something like the Christmas Islands like that? Like, it's just a bunch of oil rigs, like, off the side of a, some coast, but it's in international waters, so it's its own, like, country. Yeah, and like they just act on their own. They make yeah. I don't know if they have their own post office or make their own currency, but it's pretty funny. I think it's called like Sealand or something. Sealand. Sealand. <laughs> well, what are we gonna call this place? Uh, boss, most, I don't know. <laughs> most magical place on earth. We were gonna go with Sea World, but that's uh, kind of been taken. <clears throat> All the, the documentary oil you can drink. <laughs> Yeah, unlimited Earl. <laughs> it's all dried up now, I'm sure. Are we even even using Earl anymore to power our stuff? Yeah, right? Don't you? Yeah, we have Earl all over the place. House heating Earl? I know we have cooking Earl, but I didn't know about like heating Earl. Yeah, I, I, why are you even <laughs> asking that question? Uh, you Everything in Massachusetts is heated by Earl. Uh, no, I have uh, like gas heat. We're on natural gas. Well, you live in a Chinese house. That's true. So they use, uh, like, oil made from dogs and cats. Oh, well, that makes more sense. <laughs> so welcome to the show. we got a lot to cover, a lot to talk about tonight. Um, obviously, the the big film over the weekend uh, that everybody... Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 made uh, a ton of... Of money, and but but not a ton of money. It made right? a lot. Like it made a lot, but not the most it could make. Yeah, I, I, don't I think was it actually broke c- many records, or if any, I don't think it did. I don't think it broke any records, and I I would say this has got to be the biggest movie of the summer, right? How was it compared to the original? Did it make more or less? Uh, the original uh, made a hundred million in its opening weekend. So uh, actually, I, I don't even think it breached a hundred. It wasn't at like ninety-five or ninety-six million. Uh, hang on, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, uh, I think they were that projecting it, it, like 150 million. I read projections that it was like, oh, this could easily make 100, uh, 160 it million. It says that it's made um, when it hits its second weekend, it will have made 184 million domestically. How long? How long actually is opening weekend? Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, Thursday, yeah. Night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Is it just those three days? Yeah. Okay. That's opening weekend, yeah. And then if you go by the uh, the rules of Hollywood Fantasy League, it goes from when the movie opens in theaters uh, through the second weekend. So from Thursday to the second Sunday. So they're expecting <clears throat> it'll make $245 million over those 10 days. 
That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you can't you can't knock it there. So, uh, uh, I mean... Which isn't we all too saw much it. more than Fate of the Furious, because Fate of the Furious did 213 after 10 days. Um, we all saw the film. Um, I uh, would love to know your thoughts. I, I know uh, Joe, Joe opened him self up to a little criticism on Sunday with uh, Mike Moore's yeah uh, and I have a bone to pick with their reporting on the <laughs> WFOD show this week Joe started to sure. show me that and there were like a hundred comments and I'm like I can't read all this <laughs> oh it, it got it, it was a lot and uh, uh, I actually I do want to pull that up but um, uh, before we get into that end of it did like Adam uh, what what were your thoughts of the movie um, while I was watching it, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was hilarious. I mean, afterwards I came up with some criticisms. I think they kind of mm-hmm. went a little overboard with the comedy, okay. but I really enjoyed it. Um, I loved it. I, I really did love the movie. Um, I, I thought it was great, uh, from beginning to end. I have one gripe with the movie. Uh, I, it's only one. I only have one gripe. Um, which we can talk about, uh, Joe. Uh, you, I enjoyed it. You, I, you, you did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. I liked it. I didn't. I wasn't in love with it. Like people seem to be posting all over my Facebook feed that uh, how great it was, and everybody needs to go out and see it. Like Mike wasn't the only one that posted that. So sure. Um, but I didn't think it was like as great as people were making it out to be. Like I, I think I enjoyed the first one better than the second one. But I mean, it was close. It wasn't like I didn't hate the movie at all. Yeah, yeah, and I, I will say, uh, like. I I thought it I thought it was hilarious. Like it was everything that I wanted it to be, and it was I I was really worried going into this film that it, they were really gonna ramp up Baby Groot. Like I, I really I mean, did think did. that. I, they didn't though. They did. Like I no no they they didn't. I I disagree with you uh, firmly on that. Um, there was a three minute uh, opening number of just Baby Groot dancing. It didn't really even yeah, show the other was. guardians. There, there was, but I mean, if you watch Guardians of the Galaxy, there's a three-minute dance scene with Peter Quill as he goes and steals the uh, the little orb. Like, yeah, but uh, I'm the, saying, like in this movie, they sings. did ramp up the cuteness of Baby Groot, and well, um, I mean, it was Baby Groot, and his, his whole thing, his the shtick for the movie was cute. So hold on, before you before you cut me off here, uh, what I was saying is, I, I really thought they were. Uh, I thought it was going to be overboard and overwhelming with the Baby Groot stuff because Baby Groot was definitely selling um, and everybody loves the Baby Groot thing. Uh, and I, I thought it would shadow everything else and it really didn't. I thought they handled the Baby Groot stuff really cleverly and, and well throughout the film. Um, you know, I know that Joe said that uh, I heard, I, like, that was one of the things uh, Mike had posted on, on Facebook just that Guardians 2 is a really fun movie and it had like uh, a bunch of jokes go see it now and one of the things that you said like you pointed that out that there was that huge dance number in the beginning and the thing that I loved about that beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy is it was like it it was very similar to the opening of Guardians of the Galaxy uh, like all, almost just like the whole dance sequence and there's all this fun kind of going around in the background. And right when it's over in the end of the credits, we're into the story and just here we're taking off. Like there wasn't 
a lot of setup. There wasn't a lot of uh, really anything going on. It was just like, here we are. Uh, let's let's get this uh, adventure started. And I thought it was a lot of fun. Like that whole sequence was was funny. It was entertaining with them trying to take down this giant squid monster. Um, them shooting all their lasers and stuff in the back. Like it, it was funny. It was just a lot of funny stuff. Uh, and I really enjoyed it. That opening sequence. I, I liked it a lot. Joe, how can you not like that opening dance sequence in Guardians? That flows well, but you can love the dance sequence in Legion, which is totally out of place and it's completely not totally out of place. And completely that pulls was, you out of the show. That was part of the overall storyline of mental illness. This was just let's sell you on Baby Groot. So after the movie, you'll go buy Baby Groot merchandise. Part of mental illness is a, is a random dance number. Yeah. See, they were inside uh, her mind. You know, I, I felt that, uh, like, Joe, Joe, one of your criticisms of the film Wait, was that I, they... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so, I, I didn't hate it. Like, when it started out, I'm like, okay, that's fine. They can feature Baby Groot and he's dancing. It, but, like, actually, just, let me, let me inter- like Can I interrupt on... you for just one second? What? And I, I will say that, like, when you were posting in that, art, that whole Facebook feed of Mike's, I, I did think that they were saying that you hated the movie, and I know you didn't hate the movie. You had these criticisms of the movie. You still liked the film. Yeah. Um, for me, I I didn't I, I didn't agree with the certain criticisms that you had. Okay. Well, let me was, let me get through some. Of yeah. Now you go ahead. Uh, so the the dance number I just felt like went on too long. I'm like, okay, I get it. He's baby Groot. We want to show him off a little bit and like it's cute he's doing the little there's a song playing and he's dancing it's just it went on for three minutes like i was fine with it like at the beginning and then i was just like all right well let's focus on the other guardians for now but like you could tell like they were just sort of hanging off in the background while he you watch baby groot uh like do stuff and they're just like watch out baby groot don't get hurt <laughs> and you know i just i thought it was funny i thought all of that was great it was funny shtick. and it's not like the stuff that i complained about i hated like i didn't hate drax i actually really liked drax it's just by the end of the the movie it's just there was i felt like his shtick had sort of worn out because um See, you what you you that was like your your big things is you thought oh well the drax comedy in the first film and the baby groot stuff i felt like they struck are... the right balance in the first film like there was just enough to have me wanting more but not giving me more because this film they gave me more and it was too much see i that's where again this is where i disagree with you firmly on this is that in the first film it was we really focused heavy on uh on star lord on his character kind of dealing with all that stuff and we everybody else really supported him right he well, was the main the main focus the, the focus in the star of the story so that makes sense. so this this film in guardians of the galaxy volume two i felt like everybody really had equal time it was like this is really a team-up film this isn't hey we're gonna drag you guys off to the farm and really play a lot heavy on hawkeye it's Everybody got enough screen time. Everybody really shared. Everybody got their own little personal moments, and it was very even keel through the whole film. Uh, I don't. I don't agree with. Uh, I people seem to take it this way. Like why? I yes, I didn't want three minutes of Baby Groot dancing, but like Michelle's just like, well, would you prefer like a, a black screen with block letters? Like. No, I mean, like I said, like why can't we focus on the other characters? Also oh, but we during did. The, on, it's not like opening. It's not like you, know, you like, 
you got a three minute opening scene with da- dancing Groot, and then didn't get any it of was, that yes, stuff. Yes, no, that you're but it was like ninety percent of him dancing. We definitely dancing. got all. We got a little bit. Yes, and you see like not a little bit. Hold on. To be fair, after the three minute opening scene of dancing Groot, we've got a film that. We get to all I'm of talking those about the opening saying. credits uh, right now because, like, what that's what Michelle yeah. is saying. Like, would you prefer for the opening credits is just a black screen with names, and that's no, not but what like, I'm saying. This either. is what I would say. But that's how people if, are characterizing it. Like, if the movie cut in, right? Like, let's take out the dancing portion, but cut in right where they all of the dialogue really kicks in and they battle the monster, right? Where they're th- you know he he jumps into the thing, so cut that out. What would have Cut taken away from them fighting, though? Like that doesn't make any sense. I mean, you could still see everyone in the back in the background doing everything. Yes, but it's just the focus was on Groot. Yeah, the focus was on them. They're setting focus. up the tape player. Um, listen, I, I mean, the main gripe of the movie wasn't the credits. It's just, okay, um, she's missing the point. But. I, I actually, I agree with you, Matt, about the baby Groot stuff. I thought the way they used him was perfect. Like they used him just enough and not too much. His scenes, yeah. Um, I really love the scene where he's uh, they're trying to get him to get Yondu's fin, and he keeps bringing back like. <laughs> See, I was fine with that scene. I like that scene. I I like that scene. I love I love the scene when they were like, "What what should we do with this guy?" And it's like, "Oh, he's too adorable." Like we every baby Groot scene, I thought was well executed and funny. Like I didn't. There wasn't a scene where I was like, "Wow, that's." That that's over. That's too much. I I can't. I'm, ugh, you know. And I, I again, I was really worried about that going into this movie, that they were really going to use it as a crutch, and they they found a way to to please the people that wanted more Baby Groot, and also please people like me that were like, oh, I hope they don't overuse it. My criticism of the movie was definitely with Drax's character. He was my favorite in the first movie, and I I loved him. The comedy seemed to be in spite of him. Like, he was violent and a badass, but he just, he didn't get other people's, like, phrases and stuff. So the jokes would come at his expense. But in this movie, they, like, turned him into such a goofball. Like, his yeah, stuff was funny. They and kind of took like, the bite off of him a little bit. Because, it's like he was making the jokes rather than the yeah. jokes being at his expense. And it seemed like he was a little bit more self-aware about it. Because he would, like, you know, when he would call, uh, what was her name, Mantis. Like, you know, you're, you're ugly, but you're beautiful on the inside. Ah, like, it seemed like he knew he was making a joke. Well, and he, he didn't do that. He called people out on that crap all the time. Like, the whole No, movie. no, he, de- he definitely called her ugly. Yeah. And, and and it said beautiful on the inside, but he didn't laugh at, at the he end. He was of it. laughing at all of his own crap. No, no, like that. I, I remember I'm those scenes. Famously huge turds. <laughs> Actually, I don't think he laughed at the end of that. He just said that he famously huge turds. He did laugh at the end of of a lot of stuff, but those thing, those two things that you pointed out, he didn't laugh out loud at the end of. Them. I'm pretty sure he did. The turds one, he did. He he, he <laughs> goes. It, uh, the raccoon goes. It'll be one of Drax's turds, and he goes, ha. Ah! I have famously huge turds. I don't think it was like that flamboyant, though. I think he he, he was kind of like he he did a chuckle and then I, I listen. I I would have to go back and see it to be for sure, but I don't think it was like that scene where he's sitting there with Mantis laughing obnoxiously out loud. I mean, everything I, he said, I think was it was hilarious. a little bit more subtle. It's just I I felt like it was he laughed obnoxiously out loud. He doesn't just chuckle. That is his character is that he laughs obnoxiously out loud at everything. But that he, wasn't his character in the though. first he, movie, right? Um, like he was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna rip 
Ronan's head off and tear his, tear him limb from limb. Yeah, well, if the last film was definitely more for his character, um, you know, it, there was more personal stuff going on with him. You know, like he he was hell bent on revenge, uh, and this film in in volume two, like he he didn't really have a purpose as far as like there wasn't a revenge thing driving him. He was just interacting with the other characters i thought i again i actually really liked drax a lot i didn't think um i didn't think that he was overdone uh i was i just felt that really pleased with all of his his thin by the end of the movie um because i like i like adam said i really liked him in the first movie um and the jokes were sort of at his expense and in this movie it just felt like he was making the jokes Uh, yeah i I think i honestly it just seemed like they used it was a different setting for drax's character um, it wasn't like last night. Like the last movie, he was he was hell bent. He was ready. Well, and granted, he there just wasn't wanted much to kill. for him to fight this time around. He was basically on ego like the entire time. And right, and he he had his his, his moments, but it's like it, it's kind of like in the first one. All right, Star Lord's the main the spotlight. He's um, he's the one that we're really pushing the story. And this time, all right, well we can utilize these characters a little bit differently. Uh, they can kind of let their hair down. And just be a part of this adventure uh, and the story that they're uh, taking part on. I mean, I wouldn't say he wore thin because I I enjoyed all of his scenes. Like I thought everything he said was hilarious. It was just, but it was, it was like sort of predictable by the end. Like you knew what joke he was going to make. I mean, I wouldn't say that, but I mean, he like you could I mean, always expect a joke from him, though. Like it seemed every scene he was in had to have some type of comedy. Well, that was like every scene in the movie, like. Um... It's just like they tried to do like one line after one liner, you know, like one joke after another in the movie. Yeah, I, I didn't. I it didn't wear thin for me. I I really enjoyed it, and I I liked all of his scenes. I was saying even like the like the more serious parts of the story, like the Gamora and Nebula, like yeah. the, the sisterhood feud, like that should have been like the real intense dramatic part of the story, and he, like they even tried to fit comedy into that stuff. Yeah. That's the yeah, that's I, what I felt about a lot of the emotional scenes. I just felt like uh, even if they didn't tell a joke like right the, the the next line after, like it was in the very next scene. Like they just sort of they didn't let it settle and let it hit you uh enough for me personally. Like they didn't let it simmer to let you actually feel that emotion of sadness before it was all of a sudden there's another joke happening or another uh another setup for another scene happening. I, um, I and again like I I remember uh, I recall in the uh <laughs> in the Mike Moore uh, post, you you said that as well that that none of the emotional stuff landed. I I said it I, could have landed I better. Like I I know that yes, people had an emotional response to when he realizes that Yondu was the dad he had wanted all along, or uh, the the Nebula Gamora stuff. Um, I just felt like it 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 should have sat with you a little bit longer before they sort of broke the tension with a joke. Yeah, I, I was I, again. I was happy with the execution of it all uh, of that too. I, I loved all of the scenes. I thought they were really powerful. Uh, lots of feels, uh, as the kids say these days. Um, I again, I none of this stuff I can complain about. I really enjoyed it. I, I don't agree uh, with you on it. I, I really thought they did a marvelous job. I thought Rocket Raccoon's story was perfect too. Like he was. Yeah. Yeah. He he had to do shitty stuff just because like he was afraid of getting close to people and he realized how close they were he was getting with them. Right. Like he had to purposely sabotage himself because he was afraid. 
It was clear like the first movie was about misfits coming together, and this whole movie yeah was all about them being a family. That that, that honestly, the, uh, what I really, what I really loved about this movie is that they didn't like. I I I will go ahead. I love. I like this one way more than the first one. Ten times over. It's it's a better film. And the thing that I liked about it is you really just get right into it. Like it, it's just picking right up where you left off. It's a new adventure with all these characters and you love them and you get to spend more time with them. And, uh, they each kind of have their own moments of, of personal growth. I like, I, I loved it so much more than guardians of the galaxy, uh, part one. I mean, I saw this movie with Dave, so we, we discussed it for a bit afterwards and, um, he brought up a couple of interesting points like the uh um so at some point in the middle of the movie i'm trying to remember when i think when they're escaping like um with baby groot and, and rocket raccoon and yondu uh they're escaping the ship and they're like do you have any of uh <clears throat> star lord's old music on here and they were like sure and then they start playing music he was like uh dave said well so this must be missing music from volume one because this wasn't on the original soundtrack and well you saw he had the zune no, well, volume two was like a weird gift that he got from his mom that was hidden that nobody had. So how could he be playing new music that wasn't on volume one? Like, how would he have a copy of it? Okay. It's just so, nitpicky. Yeah. It's not even. I was like, oh, that's weird, Dave. Good, good, good point out. <laughs> Everyone in, on Earth is listening to Zunes now. Yeah. Uh, and then at the end, yeah, the Zune thing was, was, a, was funny. The, the Yondu being his actual father stuff kind of fell flat with me. I mean, I know they have to get things done fast in a movie, but for him to be talking about how Yondu was such a dickhead to him and just used him for thieving and he locked him up and all that shit to just go. Oh, and, wait, you were my dad all along. And turn around and be like, he was my real dad and like really, you know, slobber all over him after he died. Like that, that was just kind of unbelievable for me. Like he, he should have been like, yeah, maybe he was my real dad, but. I knew like he wasn't going to make it out alive once they decided to go to the planet to rescue him, um, because it was uh, when he made that speech to Rocket Raccoon that uh, uh, you're just like me, you don't uh, have all these personal relationships. And then when he's like, "All right, well, we're going uh, to Ego to to go save them," then I was like, "Oh, he's not going to come back." Especially since he was just just hunting them down. Yeah, like he had just he's the one who wasn't he the one who shot them down after they escaped the gold yeah, but... people. I mean, if you if you really think about it, though, like Yondu, Yondu, is Yondu, never, he's always had a soft spot for him. Like he never, and like, he's always protected him. Yeah, like he's always protected Star Lord around every corner. It's like to the point that's why they catches him on him because they were just like, right. Why are you always giving him special treatment? Right, and, and I think he kind of realized that. I don't know. It, it that didn't fall flat for I mean, me. Ruining his life, might... but not killing him is special treatment. I think yeah, like he didn't I... he didn't want to admit that he really had these fatherly feelings for right. star lord and so that's why he told him those things like oh i'll eat you um you know when he was a kid but like but you uh, could, but like, he really resented him for the way he raised him of course listen well, yeah. I, I don't, I, I, the I, feelings I, are complicated but like what is he gonna do like he only had like right. that one little moment before he yeah that's what died. i'm saying like i know things have to happen fast but well i just... i like i had I, uh, growing up my dad wasn't like a fucking like, he was a really just angry bitter person and he he did treat uh, like us kids like shit for most of our childhood, and I remember really disliking him a lot. And uh, only like as I got older that I realized, oh fuck! Like 
you know, he, he did the best that he could with what he had, and maybe he just didn't know how to do it. Uh, that's just the way it is. Like, I've come to terms with that. I don't know. It didn't, it didn't land flat with me. I, I related to it, actually. One of the other, um, Dave, uh, I don't know if it was criticism, uh, but he was saying that he didn't like, uh, oh, I guess it is a criticism, he doesn't like it, um, how um, ego, the turn for him to just be evil, was basically just one line. Like, he's this charming sort of, happy like fellow who's like you know trying to convince star lord like you know you're not alone anymore we're, we're these powerful beings and then all of a sudden with one line he's just evil like um you well, know, i don't think ego is necessarily evil well he's destroying yeah. all life just so that he can i don't know what was he's the not doing it? it out of malevolence though he's doing it because he thinks what? Like right. he's building a better universe with more right. of himself yeah like is he yes. reproducing through seeds are these new people, or are they just extensions of himself? I think uh, he, it's just extensions of himself. Because yeah, he's he's gonna be him. Uh, he he's gonna be. But the yeah, new he universe. Has to realize that he's killing a bunch of people to make himself bigger, right? Well, it's kind of it's it's kind of like the uh, the Skynet or like the Matrix. It's it's these machines that realize, oh, all of these people are are viruses. We must eradicate them to make a a better. Uh, safer world or exist in the universe. It was weird that he uh, is a god or demigod, but like he, it's a celestial. Like, the only way for him to like not go back to Earth was to kill his old Earth girlfriend. But like the only way he could think to do that was to give her brain cancer. So like she just like suffered with brain cancer. Like couldn't he just kill her? You know, I way? I heard this criticism before. Like I I maybe yeah, I you, in the you brought that up. Maybe you brought that up in the thread. Yeah, I. I actually thought that was really well done because, wow. like, if you look at it, just religion in general, like, people worship God and Jesus Christ. But she wasn't worshiping and, God or Jesus Christ. No, this is what I'm saying, though. It's like, these gods, like, God itself, Jesus, they, we pray and please, Lord, do all this and blah, blah, fucking bullshit, blah, blah. And what do they do but give little kids cancer and have a typhoon or fucking waves destroy entire cities? <laughs> like, yeah, that that is what a god would do. God, if you believe plan. in God, why they are fucking Why would he do terrible. that though? Like he said, the only reason he killed her was because he couldn't stand to be away from her, and that if he would, Dude, gone that's back a lie. To Earth, that's clearly a lie. He he wasn't really in love with her. He only used her to create him. Well, then why bother giving her brain cancer? Why why not Dude, just you, kill her? You saw this the explanation. He didn't just lay with her. He lay. Yes, with I saw him. So many. Yes, he did say that. I'm just saying, like, why bother giving her brain cancer? Why didn't he just go back to Earth? Because Star Lord? Gods, gods are vindictive pieces of shit. Okay, well, that's not what he he didn't do that with anybody else, or at least he didn't I don't know. That's how that. I that's how I interpreted it. That's gods in general have always been. Well, it's not vindictive. obvious. That's how you're taking it. I'm just saying, like, it's weird for him to do that when he clearly has many other abilities that would have got the job done faster. Yeah, faster. That's what I'm saying. Gods in general, they make people suffer. Yeah, but you're making like an excuse you... for him when, like, that's not like there was no evidence to support that excuse. I think, dude, he was vindictive as shit. He was impregnating people across the planet. That's not vindictive. what he did that's... to his own son, Star Lord, who survived. Was he? tried to trick him into thinking that he loved her so much and that he had this really strong relationship. Like, he's a vindictive, disgusting piece of shit, and I thought that really showed his villain. Like, wow, he really would put a mindfuck on him to do this. I don't... I Listen, I don't think it, that's 
that's the explanation for it. I think that they, I, they I said that she I died. Don't know how you first. explain that? Yeah, because there's no way. explanation offered because they said that she died by a brain Except cancer in the first film. That's yeah, what he did. But they had to be like, well, I killed her. Because, so that could be the turn so that Star-Lord could be like, oh, I hate you now because you killed my mom. And for them to but be like. But he didn't just kill his mom. He, he made his mom suffer uh, a long, yes, brutal for death. for no reason is all I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. For no reason. Yeah, and that's they, a very villainous thing to do. You, exactly. It doesn't get more fucking villainous than, than hey, I made the person that you love yes, the most. Yes, but I'm just saying it suffer. doesn't make any sense in terms of the, what he's trying to do. You're yeah, just he's saying, a villain. Yes, but he's it not. He's not a villain in that sense. An entire mouth. He's not a villain in that sense. He doesn't have that kind of motivation. His motivation is to destroy these planets and make them extensions of himself. He doesn't sure. care about the single individual person so to torture it. somebody. That's not what he's about. That's not but the point of it, dude. He impregnated. That, that's what I'm saying. He did this, Joe, and it doesn't make Joe. any sense. Why? He went around yes, and impregnated people, people trying to, to make a Star Lord. Yes, but that in itself is failed. not a bad he, thing. He even said that that's he, not a bad oh, thing. Well, they didn't survive. Like he he destroyed those. Yes, he just he tried to do what he did with Star Lord, and it failed, and they died. It wasn't that he was torturing them. He was trying to ma- uh, I don't know, like mate with them or something. Like he, he wasn't torturing them. He wasn't doing it on purpose. It wasn't a bad thing for him to mate with he these was other women. Purpose. He wanted to get a, a, a he wanted another him that could help him get his yes, but it wasn't malevolent, malevolent. Like his whole point is not to be evil for the sake of being evil. In his mind, he's doing a good thing by just making extensions of himself on all these planets. He's not like a traditional. Like they didn't paint him as. I, a traditional I think what villain. he did was pretty. I, I think it was pretty malevolent. Like it was, it was pretty fucking terrible. And I, I, I didn't, I didn't perceive it the way that you did. Adam, thoughts? I, I actually agree with Joe. I mean, yeah, looking at it through the eyes of human emotion, he's evil, but through his own eyes, like he's like way beyond human. So he doesn't have those same emotions of good and evil, like he just is. Yeah, All- he's just like this, this character. Like. His motivation is basically just to sort of expand himself into the, into basically all these other planets. He's not. Yeah, he started being off evil. as just like a consciousness, and over the eons, he's he built him. He learned to control molecules and built a planet around himself. And he's just trying to extend himself. He's not trying to be evil for the sake of being evil. It's just in his mind, he's doing the right thing by expanding into these other planets. It, he yes, he can he can form himself into a person of any species. Uh, which is fine, and he does claim to fall in love with all those other women's and 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 have uh, children with them, uh, just to see if one of them will will help him expand his plan because he needs a second person. Um, but I don't think he he's traditionally like supposedly cartoonishly evil. Like he's he's just a guy who's. It's not even cartoonishly evil. Like the yes, the evil that's... that he has is is not cartoonish. I'm it's just not saying like, it's not. Ex- hey, I'm going to tie you to a railroad track. It's, it's not. It's the way very you're painting it. Well is. thought out. You're saying that he evil. was trying to be vindictive and mean yeah. for the sake of being mean, and he's not. Like he's he's a god. He doesn't have to be mean. It doesn't even he's... register to him. I see. I see. Again, the point he too, doesn't like. He doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to be mean. Jesus and uh, like the Christian God doesn't have to be mean. They're not. But... It's the people that act on them that are mean like no he, no that's not what i'm saying is those those type like when the kid when the little fucking two-year-old kid gets cancer and dies that's not like jesus's fault that's 
Jesus is well, the one that's causing God's all plan. Of that stuff. That's God's plan. That's God's what plan people is say because they don't understand what, No, that's not God being vindictive. That's just yes, it that, is. No, that's if just there is a God, that if there that, is a God, Joe, if there is a God and He's giving all these little kids cancer for no reason, then He's pretty fucking <laughs> well, you know, vindictive. It's like not no reason for one because that assumes that you know that God's what I'm God's saying, plan is. It doesn't. You don't get because you, you don't, don't know. Off no, you're just that saying cruel. that there's kids are being like he's killing kids for no reason when you don't know what his reasons are. We that's what I'm saying here. We don't know what his reason <laughs> is. Like, okay. no, I I get what Joe's saying. Like, he's a god. It, we he, we're applying our human pe- emotions and ideas to him when he is a god and it doesn't apply to him. Pe- people saying that it's God's plan is like just something they say to comfort themselves. Like, a god like on the scale of power that he is like wouldn't even concern himself with right the like the the tininess that is a human with cancer that's why like i don't i don't believe in god i don't think god's real but those people that do believe in god like that's what they that first off you can't presume to know what god's plan is like it could just be the kid randomly got cancer if there is a plan, if there's, if there's, I don't think God is just sitting there like, oh, that kid's getting cancer now, like, ha ha ha. I think, like, I, Adam think, says, that is, I think he's just being like, well, if there I'm is not a God, then yes, it. that's what's happening. That's not what's happening because you presume to know his plan, and we don't know what his plan is if there is a God. Because he doesn't exist, so there is no fucking plan. But I, I'm I just mean, saying. I think there there is a God, but I think human, like, he's far beyond any human understanding. Yes, and because we can't understand that, all we can do is apply. What we think our human ideals and idea and ideas of morality are you to both it. Like, that's it. Buffoons. No, <laughs> you're trying to give him motivation where he has none. But does I, I? I do see I the point. I disagree with like, you, but that's fine. why. Why go for a brain tumor? Like he said, he he can't go. He didn't want to. He killed her because if he kept going back to her, like it would he would lose his sight of his plan. But like she would have died naturally, and like. What eighty yeah, years, and that's like a blip in time. Him him. Not to go kill her and pick him up at the same time. Like if he was really, you know, wanted for the millions of years old he was. Like the the eighty years she would have lived would have been like a second to him. Yeah, and he he even like went back, like he appeared to Star Lord as David Hasselhoff for some reason. Like he was still going back in that time when she was alive. Yeah, my uh, my only gripe with the film. Um, was the uh, the seeds when they started to hatch on the planets? It seemed like they and killed a bunch like, of people and they just didn't acknowledge it. It looked like foaming Drano, like whatever it, graphic they used yeah, like, to do like, that. That was the best that they could like come up with. But it was like, so bad. It, it looked bad. Like ate it the didn't Dairy look Queen good in like three seconds. I'm like, weren't there people working or eating inside the Dairy Queen? Now they're just like dead. Like it, 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 it's almost like they just very last minute thought like oh well we can't come up with anything so let's throw this in the week before the movie comes out it 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 just it looked bad it didn't make sense it's kind of that giant cloud like uh, where all of these superhero films have to have that crutch of like oh the big dark cloud is is coming in to kill everybody well no Uh, i think their crutch is that they always feel like they have to have high stakes and that planets and galaxies are at risk when like it doesn't like have to I, be I, I think much. we didn't even need to see it like we didn't even need to see them breaking open or hatching we could have just stayed and and there could have been it could have just all happened of... on on right ego and like the real danger is will the guardians escape not are they going to save the whole universe i think it was like but that that was it, it that was, was like my terraforming the planets it was sprouting on 
I thought sure, yeah, that's obviously what I was doing. I just thought it looked terrible. Like it looked really bad. Yeah, they could have made it more interesting, like in detail. I thought that would have been a perfect place to put like some kind of cameo. Like I don't know, maybe when the stuff is sprouting on Earth, like maybe cut to like Falcon or someone on a radio saying, "Hey guys, we got a problem here." Yeah. I was gonna say I did like the uh, the gold people. I thought they were pretty cool um, with their arcade with their ships. arcade fighting ships that was operated by <laughs> Telepresence, uh, which is a good idea. Like, why risk people? Uh, why, why risk your citizens in in battle um, when you can just have you know remotely pirated uh, piloted sorry ships? I did love did, uh, when that lab ship made it through and everyone was gathered around the guy's thing, like yeah. like it was yeah, a guy in a in an arcade. Yeah, but they put all the arcade sound effects in there. Yeah, yeah. those were great. It was funny. Yeah, I, I liked that a lot. Do you like um, how often they like squeezed in Howard the Duck? I think he was in there a couple of times. Just in that one scene, wasn't he in the bar? I wasn't he also scene. like in the end credits too? Like the um, oh yeah, one of the scenes in there. There was like five oh. end credit scenes. Yeah. Do you like how much they squeezed Howard the Duck in there twice? <laughs> I like yeah, the teaser for uh, Adam Warlock. Get a character with my name. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Adam is only a fan of uh, characters of himself. He's he's a fan of Adam Warlock and the Adam. So Stan Lee is when he appeared like the two times or whatever. Um, was he basically the real Stan Lee, like trying to say, like tell the stories of all of his comic books, or was he like one of the Stan Lees that we? I, I think in... people are really reading into that. I think it's a very subtle joke. I don't think Stan Lee is like uh, whatever Utoa or Utea or whatever. How the I don't know how you pronounce his name. Um, I think it's just, hey, we got Stanley in here because he just because he has to have a cameo in all of them. Yeah, I, I don't. I think people are reading too much into that. Did um, you uh, Did you watch the Spider Man cartoon in the nineties, the early nineties? Yeah. Did you see yeah. the, the finale of it when Spider Man yeah. like meets Stanley? Meets Stanley. Yeah, episode? absolutely. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> like Stanley, like gets sucked into his comic, and he's like, "Wow, my creations are alive." <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they could do something like that. Oh, yeah, um, like they sucked in the Stanley from our universe, and he's telling his comic book stories to those weird aliens, the Watchers. Yeah, yeah. the Watchers. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's as uh, as cut and dry. I don't think that's what it is. But yeah, there were five scenes. I, I mean, they were fine. They were. I liked uh, Teenage Groot. Thought he was funny. Um, like the Adam Warlock spoiler. Or well, teaser, I guess. Rather, I'm surprised um, there was no like Thanos teaser. Isn't he yeah, in, like, the next I, movie I too? too? It's Infinity War. Is like Isn't the next that the big next one. Yeah. Well, we got yeah. Thor Ragnarok first, right? And is that out and Spider Man Homecoming. Is Thor out this year or next year? This year, Spider Man in July, and then Thor is November. Oh. Thor is supposed to be pretty big, I guess. Yeah, so he's a big guy. I think one of the main guys in um, the Thor movie had a cameo. I forget who he was. Oh, right, right, right. Um, I'll Google it real fast. I forget. Was it the Jeff Goldblum yeah. guy? Yeah, it was Jeff Goldblum. He was character. seen dancing as the credits were rolling. Like where they had all the characters dancing in the background. Uh, Jeff Goldblum was I'd have to see it again. Was I, don't, dancing. I don't remember. No, it, you you had to really be paying attention to it, um, but yeah. Uh, overall, I thought it was a great film. I 
I'd say it's way better than Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. I, I mean, love both of them. They pair well together. I'm just going uh, based on feel. And I remember when I first saw Guardian, the first one, um, I really enjoyed it and remember liking it a lot. And this one, I just didn't feel the same way just on my initial I feel. I feel like you, honestly, like just, just, just from knowing how we were talking before the movie, uh, and we, I think we had the same concerns. I think you let those concerns uh, become a reality. I don't think but so. That's just I me. think uh, I think I have a good sense for what I like and what I don't like, and I just didn't like some of it. I, mean, I, I think you just say I, I think you I, dwelled I the on movie. It. I don't. I'm not dwelling right. on it, but like I, I liked a, a bunch of stuff in the movie. I just I like personally just the, didn't feel like it was as good as the, the first one. Just oh. to let that dancing scene bother you as much as it did, like I think that's that kind of tells. What? Because you, you could have cut that scene out, right? There was no uh, you baby can't make group. Me, like feel like or even some of the other stuff that I didn't like about the movie wouldn't have also. I wouldn't have felt that if I no, didn't no. See I'm the not saying credits. that. Like I'm not saying that you wouldn't have felt that way, but just to you, you really led with that, you know. And I, I know I it's the opening, but it's just strange. I didn't leave uh, with that. I just that was one of the first things that I. Well, obviously it's the first thing in the movie, so it's the first thing I remember right. uh, thinking about it. I didn't go in there with any expectations. I didn't care. But it, after two other. minutes in, you were like, "Oh, I've had enough." It's of a this. Marvel movie. No, well, it's a Marvel movie. I know what I'm getting when I go to one of those movies. Like, and I, I got it. Like, um, I didn't go in there with any expectations. I didn't expect to hate it. I didn't expect to love it. I don't think there's any Marvel movie I really. Walked away thinking like I lo- I really loved. I mean I really enjoyed the first Guardians of the Galaxy, um, but I didn't think it was like the best movie I saw either. So I mean, um, Adam, did you did you love it or or uh, more than the first one or is the first one the? Uh... No, I had a great time. Like, um, I thought all the jokes were fantastic. I laughed a lot through the movie. I mean, like I said, I don't the, the criticisms only came like afterwards after I thought about specific plot points. But watching the mm-hmm. movie, I you know I had a blast. There's actually one more before Avengers. Black Panther is coming out in February. When does Avengers come? Oh, out? next year, next May. Yeah, next May is Avengers. Oh. So three movies. I remember the theater gasping at the uh, Zune joke, which I thought was weird. Gasping? Yeah, they're just like ah. Where'd you see it? Uh, at Bellingham. Oh. But it was like a Saturday night at like six o'clock show. <laughs> There are a lot of teenagers there. I like it when there's that one guy who laughs way louder than everyone else. I had one in my showing. Yeah, I don't know. I'm okay with, um, with my review of it. I don't. Feel the bad so about so one it. thing that I wanted to uh, uh, I thought was odd. With with Joe and the whole drama over the wheelbarrow full of dicks and Mike Moore. So what happened was Mike Moore just posted this thing like, hey, uh, you know, it was really fun. Wall to wall jokes. Go see it now. That was it. That's all Mike said, um, you know, encouraging people to go see it. Uh, and then Joe started commenting uh, his thoughts. And this obviously bled into the wheelbarrow full of dicks, uh, which they're live on Monday night. Strangelabel.com. So I, I know they they really piled on to uh, on the Joe yeah, and, I and his comments in this thread. And it was uh, and they took a bunch of stuff out of context and they didn't say anything correct that I said. And uh, so w- what I thought is is funny, like it, yeah. it just is strange. You got to maybe explain this or shed some light on this. But Mike says, uh, Adam, Mike says Guardians 2 is really fun. Wall to wall jokes. Go see it now. That's it. 
that's it. Just a little thing. And, and uh, Joe chimes in with, based on my theater, they m- might have been jokes, but there was little laughter. To be fair, I went at middle school date time, so they might have been concentrating on trying to brush each other's hands in the popcorn bucket. Yeah, because it um, wasn't wall-to-wall laughter. Hold on, hold on. That's fine. Hold on. Mike then replies, I laughed through the whole thing. Then Joe comes in with, personally... I thought there was some funny spots, but felt they dialed it up to 10 on the things that worked well in the last film, Drax Groot, which by the end of the film, I was annoyed. There were a bunch of spots where they didn't let an emotional moment land before they made a All joke. That, we've talked about that being, hold on, Joe. Okay. <laughs> so that being said, it was a fun film. And like the rest of the MCU films, it's the cinema equivalent of a hostess cupcake. Yeah. So what does that mean? What I thought was so strange and before you even answer Adam's question is where people are really just like obviously Mike just wanted to say this and celebrate the film why you had to come in and be such a Debbie negative Nancy like what was Can you read that what first was comment the motivation? One more time? The Based very first on one the, you read yeah, uh, based on my theater, they might have been jokes, but there was little laughter. To be fair, uh, I went at middle school date time, so they might have been concentrated on trying to brush each other's hands in the popcorn bucket. There may have been jokes, but not much laughter. Okay, yeah, I see why they piled on you now. That's just asking <laughs> for a fight. Like, I don't I understand to, why you... I was just trying to like be a joke. I didn't think anybody would respond to it. <laughs> Except they took immediate offense to it, like I had just stabbed them through the heart. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just again like dragging in a dark cloud into a sunny day at the so, beach. Everybody's gonna be like, well, exactly "What the fuck?" That's exactly what I do everywhere, and nobody seems to care. It's except when I damage a Marvel property, uh, then people. Oh, is that what it is, it. Yeah. dude? You sound, you sound like such a little bitch saying that. Okay. I mean, I agreed with some of your criticisms, but to to come in with that comment is just like farting in their mouths. <laughs> I wanted to fart. It well. really is. It's. <laughs> I, mean, I just I don't know why. Like, end, I would never the have the thread. I said it, nobody posted any serious things about what they liked about the film. Just called me a monster for saying anything bad about it. And it's true because Matt chimed in a couple times and he didn't say anything. He literally said nothing except to say like, "Oh, Joe thinks we're idiots, huh, Mike?" Well, I wasn't. I wasn't going to get into you in this thread. Like, yeah, I, but you didn't this, even say like, "This is what I stupid. loved about it. This is what I didn't like about yeah, it." Like, I, well, nobody supported a, I, anything. I, 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 dummy i wanted to wait until tonight to discuss it i wasn't gonna go into yeah, any type of threat ago. like this huh there was a week ago like <laughs> you had a week to to sit on your own thoughts on it like i didn't want to wait that long like, we the only person i discussed it with was dave on the ride home all right well i'm just saying like i would have i wanted to have the conversation about it here and now like i didn't want to have yeah, but like if i saw it with you we would have talked about it like afterwards and i that's i just wanted to chat with somebody about it Sure, but then you go in just <laughs> yeah because like no, if I say mouth, I like lo- Adam said yeah but if I write oh I loved it a plus best movie of the year that's not nobody's gonna talk about it they just ignored the comment I mean you honestly a comment of dick, like though. you could have given your criticisms would... without being an asshole about it yeah no, I know I mean, why wouldn't you, you just say oh well I enjoyed critic. the film uh, or I I enjoyed it but I didn't enjoy it as much as, like whatever it just. Why you had to be like, oh, well, there was little laughter. That's bullshit. Well, there was little laughter. Honestly, you should have seen our theater. 
Because there were parts that I remember people laughing at, and then other jokes where it just, like, nothing happened. Um, Joe went on to say at another time they struck the right balance in the first movie. The three-minute Baby Groot dance video in the opening was excessive and pandering. And mentioning how cute he was uh, every time uh, he appeared was uh, grating. I liked Drax in the beginning, but by the end he said and did the same thing. Uh, Every time you saw him, I'm not slamming the movie. I like this. I'm not slamming the movie. But I'm slamming the movie. No, those are the only two things I mentioned. And 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 then, uh, yeah, there was some more people chiming in. And Anchor yes, but said, they didn't say like Anchor was the only one who sort of defended his opinion, and that's all I was looking for. Like, tell me what yeah, you but liked it's about because it, you were being you a dick about, about it. it. No, like if you would open you can it up respond to an actual... saying like, "Oh, this is what I liked about it. This is where you're wrong. This is why it it, it was this way." But well, yeah, people would again, just say I, like, I just "No, you're a you monster." Why yeah. I didn't do that? Because you were saving it for the show, but it's it's still yeah. it's like it was a week ago. Yeah, he doesn't want to give content for WFOD. He content for well, clearly all the content I gave them, they just misappropriated what I said anyway, so it didn't matter. The Again, you news. went in farting in everybody's mouth. Yes, and of but course they didn't react say that anything way. that I then whatever they said I, on the show was not if what you I had actually come said. In being Mr. Reasonable Ralphie, they probably <laughs> would have engaged no, you in a Reasonable uh, Ralphie sucks. That sounds terrible. Well, okay, then don't be surprised. What, did they take all of my comments out yeah. of context? It's like if you walked into a room filled with black people and shouted the N-word, <laughs> and then you're surprised that everybody's pissed at you. Hey, you dumb N-words, this is how the movie really went. Mike was giving out, uh, or uh, Anchor was giving out spoilers in that thread? I don't remember seeing that. You gotta be an, you're more like an unreasonable Ulysses. Listen, I, I just wanted to comment on, <laughs> on the, uh, on the movie, and that was the only forum I had because I had no friends apparently <laughs> that wanted to stay and talk after the movie, except for Dave Harvey. And you do realize that with behavior you know like this like, is why you don't have any friends, right? No, and you know the like when you come when you see a movie with Dave, all you're gonna get is criticisms. So that was what of was course. fresh on my mind. So Dave was the person I saw the movie with, and I drove Dave home, and it was we just talked about the movie. And Adam, what he didn't Adam, like you about see it. how Joe's not taking any personal <laughs> responsibility. He's blaming it on everybody else. No, I'm just saying those are my actual opinions, and I was okay with sharing them. What you don't understand is these guys weren't responding to me correctly. Who? <laughs> everybody in the thread. Yeah, well, they should have piped up with what they liked and what they, they didn't disliked. respond the right way. No, I blame well, Dave because no, Dave, you know like, how Dave all you're saying is like, head. oh, you're a monster. You must have no heart because you weren't laughing every three seconds. But, like, what precisely did you like about it? That's all I wanted. It was an actual conversation. And Anchor was the only one. Like, he, he made one post, even. But, like, uh, why didn't anybody Again, else do that? Walk into a room filled with black people, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, Mike could have responded with, this is what I like about it. Like, yeah, but you were being unreasonable to start. being unreasonable. So I posted you some, were. some actual I, actual critiques of that I thought mouth. of the film. And then fart people didn't, and people didn't respond analogy. to it. You farted in everybody's <laughs> mouth. Listen, then they didn't have to respond to it by saying you're a monster. <laughs> so they you were. Just, they could have just <laughs> let it die. When they posted a response that you're a monster, then I had to rebut that I'm not a monster. Like, So they could have just let the comment die like I originally thought they would. <laughs> I thought I was going to fart in everybody's mouth and nobody would say anything. Listen, I just wanted to crop dust a little and walk away. <laughs> They need to but you didn't that... walk away. You kept coming back. Yeah, well, because right. they kept pulling me back. They called me out on the crop dusting. I did fart in your mouth. <laughs> and this is why I did it. And I can't believe you're mad about it. 
they they weren't mad about the crop testing. <laughs> they were just mad that anybody was criticizing Guardians of the Galaxy two. I don't think they were. Yes, they were. Read no, the thread. Trust me, I I guarantee it's your behavior. If it, if it you had not. come in like a reasonable Ralphie, and you just said that you weren't reasonable because no, it's because not fun. every time so I just own reasonable... would you just fucking own something? No, okay. I owned my review, and I've said that several times, and you keep quoting my I review as if that's going to change. I don't want to be a reasonable Ralphie. That's not fair. Why is everybody picking on me? I didn't so say why is everybody. That ways. is not what I said. I didn't say why is everybody picking on me. I knew why because I didn't like the movie. Everybody called me a monster. Yes, I don't I understand. Said, no, I never said I don't understand. I said I want them to tell me why they liked the movie or why they didn't like the movie, and nobody did that. So you didn't there. deserve an explanation. Yes, well, you didn't either with your piping and like, oh, Joe's doesn't like the movie, huh, Mike? Nudge, nudge. <laughs> that was Matt. That I, was Matt's comments. I was just made. It was funny. Why even that bother you're... comment on it? On Matt, it? Matt is an on, agitator. He was. He was a pot stirrer. That's all he came in to pot stir and then leave. Adam, Adam, Joe. I want to read Joe's review again. Like <laughs> not the one, not the first initial comment. I want to read the second review after he had already uh, turned the, everyone against him. Listen to this. Yeah, personally, the I thought there was some funny spots but felt they dialed it up to 10 on the things that worked well in the first film, Drax, Groot, which by the end of the film, I was annoyed. There were a bunch of spots where they, did let, uh, they didn't let an emotional moment land before they made a joke. That being said, it was fun. Uh, it was a fun film, and, let the rest of, uh, and like the rest of the MCU films, it's the cinema equivalent of a hostess cupcake. Now, yes. ho- hold on. Doesn't that sound like an alien trying to understand human entertainment? <laughs> Not really. I, I, I want you to explain fair... the hostess cupcake. Hang on. I thought that was a fair criticism, and, and uh, I, I listed a couple things I didn't like, but then I said I enjoyed the movie overall, and people ignored that for the rest of the, the review in that thread because they just kept saying I hated the movie when I well, didn't. Yeah, they ignored it because of your first initial comment. What? That? Which In that in that post or another one? Yeah, you farted in everybody's mouth, that one. No, not that one. They clearly didn't ignore that one because the Facebook hated it after a while. You pushed hot air out of your asshole into everybody's mouth. <laughs> no, that's not it. All right, let's talk about something. Else. Wait, I want to know what the Hostess Cupcake reference oh, is. Oh, um, it was basically, there. it's because it's like, it, it tastes good, but it's not like a, a thing that you would see all the time. You know, like, It's way better than a Hostess Cupcake. I mean, so like it, in you'll eat a whole box of them, but they're not homemade? No, like you'll eat one and it, it tastes good and, and it's good for like the moment. But then afterwards, you're just like, okay, well, I ate a Hostess Cupcake. Oh. I can't really have anymore. I thought you were saying like it's... Like made, it was made far, with a formula. You have to admit it. It is it's also far made superior with a than just a hostess cupcake. I mean, <laughs> it's also made with a formula. I mean, it was a wrong. very fun, creative film. I mean, it, it wasn't. It wasn't a hostess cupcake. It was a hostess cupcake to me would be like Transformers. It was also incredibly commercialized and packaged like a hostess cupcake. No, Matt's yeah. right. Transformers is more like a hostess cupcake. No, the, yeah, you make a comment like that. It's the equivalent of a hostess cupcake, and you wonder why everybody. <laughs> well, clearly down you understood it. what it meant because you got it precisely. Joe, were you trying to be clever? No, or are you? Have you? He was trying seen... to be an alien, understanding human entertainment. You clearly understood it, so like clearly it worked. Well, I, no, I have, then, to have you explain it. Well, Matt just explained it too. <laughs> he well, tried to get funny and then posted like Futurama pictures. Well, because it was, Dave even mentioned, like, he started off as a flying brain in space. That's entirely the plot of Futurama. Hard for you to have an original thought. I was got to pull in Dave. That, no, Red. literally, I thought that when I saw the flying brain in space, and then Dave commented oh, yeah. afterwards. My, my favorite part uh, is when everybody's disagreeing with Joe, 
Joe posts an article of somebody who has a review of everything that Joe agrees with. <laughs> I also said that the review didn't, I didn't agree with everything in the review because the guy seemed like he really was, hated the film. Listen to this. I don't agree with everything he says. Seems like he hates the movie. But what I've said here is also commented on his review. Yes. It was a vulture.com th- review. The few like, things <laughs> that I mentioned in the thread uh, were also mentioned in that review. I think if you went in and said, I enjoyed the movie, but I did have a few criticisms and then said all the stuff you said, I think right. they would be more open to I a discussion. Listen. I, I clearly it, it it garnered like eighty comments, so clearly it had some discussion. I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> Good work stimulating discussion. Yeah. You're welcome. Everyone teaming up against you. You were ego and they were all the guardians. That is true. Joe did die at the end. <laughs> I didn't die at the end. I actually succeeded and I won. Your ego was too big. I won the argument. Sure, that's what ego thinks, too. Well, no, ego died at the end, so. But he can control molecules so he can rebuild himself. Uh, maybe. He uh, has a flying brain in space. Guys, have you seen the uh, Wonder Woman drama? No. What's the drama? So that they made a movie about her. Not that I didn't think there would be drama <laughs> with this movie because I fully expected it. I saw one uh, months ago where they were complaining about how she shaves her pits, and I was just like, "Why is this a thing that somebody thought of?" But apparently, they're upset that like an Amazonian woman would conform to our gender and beauty standards of shaving your armpits. In the chat, they do think that maybe you are a robotic alien who can't understand humans. That was Dave, um, and we've discussed that several times. I think it might be you, too. I don't think so. <laughs> I yeah, clearly understood emotions one. because I was the one complaining about them in that. Whatever. Ralph, it doesn't matter. Ralph is a biography of Joe. No, I liked your <laughs> criticisms, but you were. Yeah, that was fine. I'm fine. You were a mouth farter. <laughs> but the and cri- and criticisms were, were valid. And so. you were eating eggs, too. But they were right. valid criticisms. Everybody's having a picnic, enjoying themselves. They're sitting down in the grass, and Joe's just walking around. <laughs> It was like, oh, God, what's that taste? (laughs) But they they realized that, yes, those those farts are valid. (laughs) No, they don't. They don't. They're offended by them. Look how happy you are, too. Like, you know what you did. You just can't fucking own up to it. (laughs) I have owned up to it several times. I even said I was the one who said I crop dusted them. You're not even paying attention. So you just want everything to fit the story you're trying to tell. So what's the controversy with Wonder Woman? So um, Wonder Woman is advertising with... I, I didn't even know these existed. Have you ever heard of Think Thin bars? No. No. I guess there's some sort of <clears throat> diet bar. Like, you know, so there's so many of them out there now. Like or... a real one that people had heard of? I I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. I've never heard of it. I, I don't know what's in it. What's in a Think Thin bar? I don't, I've never heard of it. Think uh, thin some sort of best protein snacks and healthiest gluten-free products available. Make the joke that there's semen in them. <laughs> so they're pretty much like a protein bar. Yeah, it looks like protein bars. Um, it looks like there's a yogurt bar. So yeah, think thin. Anyway, um, Wonder Woman, uh, the the big powerhouse behind Wonder Woman, decided, hey, we're going to advertise with Think Thin. 
And uh, boys, that got people riled up. Well, I mean, to be uh, fair, like, uh, they're not going to advertise, like, Stay Slim with, like, Slim Fast now sponsored by Superman. Um, They're going to be, like, come come get a burrito sponsored by Superman. If if Superman, if if Slim Fast offered up enough money, I mean, (laughs) I I don't think they decided, ooh, what brand should we go with? It's kind of like, who's going to write the fattest check? Well, yeah, but, like, it just, like... The people that love um, Superman aren't going to be like, oh, yeah, I really want to drink Slim Fast. They're going to be like, let's go get some Mountain Dew and, and have, uh, you know, a Baconator. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, I think enough people would like the same thing with Wonder Woman. They should do like a breast augmentation. Yeah, but like isn't the audience for what? Wonder Woman? Um, and yeah, it would be cool to have the Wonder Woman breast augmentation uh, sponsorship, but... That is a criticism because Gal Gadot's breasts are not big enough for to be Wonder Woman. Well, like Wonder Woman had so. some massive honkers. Yeah, but like who, who are, who are, who's the audience for um, Wonder Woman? Is it teenage girls or is it uh, no. you know, adult males eighteen to thirty four? Yes, exactly. That is what it is. <laughs> is it adult males eighteen to thirty four? Yes. Are you sure it's not like teenage girls? No. No. Then yeah, then I don't understand this part. Comic book nerds, like there will always be comic book Aren't nerds. Are there it's... female comic book nerds? There might yeah, be, might there be a are. Couple. But I'm just you. So I don't it... read comic books, so that doesn't apply. Is it pretty much just Ham Beast being upset about fat shaming? Yeah, being... the Twitter, the, no, the everybody I think it's on Twitter more that they're using a woman to promote like a diet product. Right. Not they're they're saying think thin, think thin is what really is hurting all of this, and some of the tweets that came out. Um, are like shilling body shaming. Think thin weight loss bars is a betraying of Wonder Woman's character, which is par for the comics course right now. Um, think thin by watching Wonder Woman in theater soon. Remember, be thin, stay thin. They're taking a jab at uh, you know promoting think thin, and and Wonder Woman is promoting this. I, I read one of them where it was like if Wonder Woman came across the uh, like the stand. Uh, where they have all the bars and stuff with the Wonder Woman, she would sl- like slash it down with her mighty sword. Just everybody. I would imagine. Do you not understand? I would imagine Wonder Woman would be disgusted by fat people. <laughs> of course she would be. <laughs> like she's she's from a island of warriors. Of course, they're very fit. They're not. Well, I don't slobs. think she would be disgusted. I don't think disgusted's the right word, but I don't think she would. Uh... I mean, I think she would still save your life. I mean, if a if a fat butter troll came up and started shaming Wonder Woman for promoting think thin, high protein bars, she'd be like, "Why are you, Why are you yelling at me, you fat, disgusting?" Well, I don't think she would go that way, but she might think it, but not say it. She's <laughs> it, a superhero, it, after all. Yeah, I I think it's just the unfortunate naming of this brand, Think Thin. Like, if it was Think Healthy or something, nobody would care. Um, it's just the word thin. It's thin. It's well, thin. It, yeah, because it, it's, it's a that. protein bar, right? It's not really a diet bar. Well, I mean, yeah. I guess it could be considered think, as a diet bar, but yeah, if you go to their website, I think they have a bunch of like diet. It's a whole thing. Like you get the bars, um, and you eat the plan. Listen, There's a I plan. If it was Wonder Woman sponsors Mountain Dew, I think the opposite side of people would be like, "Well, why are why is woman uh, Wonder Woman sponsoring?" There's nobody, like a drink yeah, that nobody would, make would you say. I don't think anybody would say anything. 
I don't think anybody would say anything if Wonder Woman was slapped on a fucking Mountain Dew can, and that was that. Like, uh, <laughs> they would just be like, okay, well, there's some advertising, but because it's Think Thin, it's like, oh, whoa, whoa, now. Are people really that uh, pissed? Because this article only has like four tweets, as it's proof. There's some other articles that have uh, a lot more. If the brand name was Think Strong, everyone would love it. Yep, yep, Think Strong. That would do. That would do pretty well. That doesn't make sense. Um, because you you work out, you get strong. Yeah, but you don't right. think strong. You think strongly. No, but you think about getting strong. Yeah. Well, then you don't think, think thinly. No, you think about getting strong. That would be the brand name, not think strong. Well, that doesn't have a very good ring to it. Oh. Right. Think thinly, Joe. Nobody says that. Yeah. Well, they should. So I I don't know. It's just and are you looking forward to this movie? Outrage. I, I mean, the trailer doesn't look bad. Like, Wonder Woman's like World War Two period, or this movie is. So. I, yeah. I'm not looking forward to it. Are you going to go but see I'm, it opening weekend? I'll watch it. Or you I don't know. Wait I to don't download know. it. I might go see it opening weekend. Um, if I have the chance, it's not like I'm going to go out of my way. I'm not like Guardians. I I was like I have to see this opening weekend. Um, I really want to see it. I, I I don't. If I miss it opening weekend, I'm not going to be upset. It didn't look bad. Like usually, like when you see some of the other trailers for the um, for the DC movies, like I remember, like Batman v Superman just looked really dumb, and Suicide Squad looked really dumb. But like when I saw the trailer for Wonder Woman, I'm like oh, it doesn't look terrible. I thought the first Batman versus Superman trailer was really good. I remember when it first came out, I was like, wow, I'm really excited about that. I'm, I'm kind of into it. I think I sort of felt that way about Man of Steel, and then I just didn't like Man of Steel. Like, it looked really cool, and I was like, but I don't know if I really want a gritty Superman tale. You I'm went so- into it with preconceived notions. Well, that's what the trailer does. Because you read a review. It gives you preconceived notions. I didn't read a review before I saw the Man of Steel. It's no proof. Okay. Man of Steel was actually the last DC movie I saw. Like, I'm still on the boycott because... Batman and Superman was so awful that I don't want to support the... <laughs> well, so you saw Batman or Superman? Uh, uh, downloaded a torrent. I mean, I, I'll, I'll watch them, but I'm not going to give any money to them. Oh. Uh, so you didn't even see Suicide Squad? Because it was miserable. No, I still haven't seen Suicide Squad. Yeah. I'll torrent probably, it at some point. Probably better off. They had an extended uh, cut of Suicide Squad, and I didn't watch it. Because I don't, I don't even know what they added to it. But yeah. Yeah, I, I'm excited for Wonder Woman. I, I will definitely go. Uh, uh, I, I'm excited enough that I want to see it. I'll see it in theaters. Um, I will pay money to see the film, but it's not like I mean I'm gonna. I see can't it. wait. I don't know that I'll see it in theaters. I might wait for the torrent, but um, or maybe I'll I'll wait to see how people think about it. Like if you see it and you tell me it's good, maybe I'll go see it. Or maybe not because I don't trust your movie taste anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. That's good. I've never trusted yours. Oh. So. Well, that's too bad because I've recommended some real great movies. Um, like I said a few weeks ago, out. I really hope it's good just so we don't have to deal with the feminist bullshit with people saying we're awful people just for not liking it. I think Do you think that's what's going to happen with Snatched this weekend? Because Snatched is getting terrible <laughs> reviews. Like they're I didn't shitting. expect it to do well. I just kind of figured um, people would see it because of Amy Schumer. Dude, um, I, I looked at it, the Metacritic, and I think it was like at 43%. Well, so it just has to make like a uh, hundred million, and then we'll get. 40 yeah, points. it's not even gonna do that. It's it'll maybe make forty million dollars. 
I'm sure Amy, Amy Schumer will play alt right trolls on its portable. Uh, yeah, I'm sure she'll. She's blaming that. Like she already has like the Twitter defense already lined up. She she knew how bad it was. Like when she started filming, she has all of the tweets in her draft, like ready to fire off <laughs> about how oh you guys are all sexist pigs. She uh she was on Stern last week. She was really trying to like promote the uh the movie so bad, and she was even saying like oh. Uh, my right tit comes out for people who are trying to see me topless. Like snatched right now yeah. is sitting at forty eight percent Metacritic. I mean, nobody expected it to be that good. Um, she was so I, desperate. She was telling people that her tit po- comes out. Yeah, and she's like, um, I wanted to show it while it was still good, and he was just like, Yeah, just the right one. And she's like, Yeah, because the right one's better than the left one. Look, look. Let me correct that. When I clicked on the link, it says forty seven. <laughs> So I don't know if it, it dropped went, a percent from <laughs> from the moment I saw the link to when I clicked it. Um, but it comes out officially tomorrow, right? Officially, yeah, it comes out tomorrow. But all of the reviews, there's um, twenty some odd reviews. It looks like twenty. Uh, well, as bad as they're getting reviews, six twenty-seven um, reviews. King Arthur is getting worse reviews, so it's a good thing we didn't go with. Is that it? One. Yeah. Are there any tits what's, in that? What's the King? The King Arthur one comes out this weekend too, and it's uh, it was getting pretty terrible reviews. Um, I think it's I don't know. Wait, what's that called? Is it just King Arthur? Uh, maybe. Legend of something. Uh oh! oh wow. wow, Legend yeah. of the Sword. Forty percent. Forty percent Metacritic. Yeah, and uh, I, Guardians is obviously going to win the weekend again. I was just kind of hoping that snatched picks up some money uh so we can get some points off of it yeah it's not gonna be good this is pretty rough stuff terribly worried um a lot of people think dunkirk might be a sleeper um and that um spider-man's gonna do well i'm not i'm not i'm not worried like this is a fourth round pick so everybody's fourth rounders are kind of uh shitty uh pretty rough um alien guardians alien 67 on metacritic it's kind of yeah, low. sixty-seven Metacritic. Yeah, I thought it'd be higher. Well, there's a lot of Joes out there. Uh, correct people, you mean? Um, I uh, well, the I, first Guardians I, was at seventy something, which I uh, I agree. I like the first one more. Um, I don't know. Maybe it'll it'll go back up, but I think at this point, all the reviewers have already put out. It's eighty-one on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's a big Rotten difference. Tomatoes loves it. What's the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic? Yeah. On- no rotten tomatoes. Uh, 90% on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. What's the audience score on Guardians of the Galaxy? Is it like 99 or something? The first one? For uh, The first one is a 76 Metacritic. Um, doesn't seem to have an audience score in here. No, no. Metacritic doesn't do an audience score. I was asking about Rotten Tomatoes for the first, the first Guardian. The first Guardians was 91%. Uh, from the tomato meter and 92 yeah. for the audience, so about the same. So the audience is is pretty much right there. I mean, you can't pick and um, choose which ones you agree with, though, because on Metacritic for Batman v Superman, it was 30-something, which you agreed with, and then the audience score was like 60-something. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Like, that one, the audience dug more. Um, I, I I do think that there's definitely an agenda most of the time. Like when you see movies like Get Out, or like um, what's that other one? Uh, the Babadook. There's some other film. There's some films uh, that come movie out that, that just came out. 
No, the Babadook came out a couple years ago. There's a there's movies that come out and they like like Get Out, and the agenda always is the critic loves it. Now the opposite can be said for films that star more of a white cast. The reviewers will destroy it, but the audience will love it. I think you're generalizing it a little bit, but um, I don't think it's racially motivated. I think it is. It's yeah. I don't think that's the case. It's either a good movie or it's not. No, there, uh, there is I a lot of that type that of guy, right? agenda. If there is reviews. a racial agenda, I don't think it's in the reviews. I think it's in the audience score. I think it's no. More it's in the reviews. reviews. Yeah, the the reviews are very agenda driven. Yeah, so the racial agenda in the Tyler Perry movies is what that they're awful. Well, because they, they take reviews because from they like, are awful. But white people don't even see those movies, so they don't review them. So the black people that like, even though large black audiences love them and see them every time, why aren't they higher rated on the Metacritic then? Because they're not good movies. If white people aren't reviewing them, that that means black movie uh, black reviewers are the ones doing it, and they're not giving it a good score. I don't know. I, well, I haven't seen the reviews. Okay. See, but I mean, there there are a lot of like they take reviews from publications that are have agendas. Like they take what about stuff Vox. like Master of None that's rated high and it stars Aziz Ansari as a person of color. It's rated high. It's at ninety one Metacritic. So what's a Metacritic? Or even, I mean, usually, you can't go to Metacritic for it because it doesn't have an audience. Or even um, compare it to. Or even uh, uh, Get Out, which was at basically a hundred until it got to like ninety nine. What's the audience score? Oh, hold on, I gotta look that. Yeah, so you're hanging around on Metacritic. I told you not to hang out on Metacritic. Yeah, well, you, I don't listen to you. Are you saying? What are you trying to say about them? I'm saying, like, you're saying that if it's a black film, it's going to be uh, scored higher, and it... It's not necessarily a black film. It's a... Uh, it's, it's 99 in the tomato meter and 88 audience score, which isn't yeah. terribly far off. It's not terribly far off, but, like, the movie isn't a 99. You don't... I mean, if it's an atrocious opinion. film, it's still going to be graded atrociously, but, I mean, there will be points for diversity... Right, that's the thing. When there, when it comes to uh, whether it be a black cast or black filmmakers or a women filmmakers or whatever it is, like people, as a word that Joe likes, pander. They pander to the the reviewers. Pander to it. They don't pander because people often disagree with the reviewer, and that's so. If they're really pandering to the audience, then they everyone would agree with the critics. What? Never mind. Honestly, yeah. Never mind. Yeah, I'm 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 an idiot. So, <laughs> a moron. Why do you admit it? Um, I bet Amy Schumer's yeah. tits are lopsided. She They're did probably, say, yeah. yeah, she said one of them was. Well, that's I mean, that's just she, her making a joke too. But it's probably why she only wanted to show one. I'm excited for Goldie Hawn to come back. She hasn't been in anything in a while. Is she showing Granted, her tits? this was probably not the movie to do it, but. <laughs> she really picked the winner. Well, they said like she plays the straight man in this film, like and Amy Schumer is the one like being goofy and and madcap. Um, but they're like it should have been the other way around because Goldie Hawn is actually like she was a a big comedic actress. Like a lot of her movies were comedies. 
Um, so they kind of felt that, you know, she was wasted a little bit. But I get it. Amy Schumer wrote it, so it's her movie. <laughs> what? I get it. Amy Schumer wrote it. I mean, if movie. you wrote your own movie, you wouldn't want to be the star of it? Like, if you had, uh, you know, some star potential? I don't know if I'd be enough of a mark for myself that I'd star in my own movie. But yeah, like, but if you're an aspiring comedian, or not even in her case, because she's already there, but like, uh, and you want a vehicle for yourself, wouldn't you trust your own writing versus somebody else's? Uh, or maybe even like the only, you feel like the only good material you're going to get is the material that you create yourself. I don't know. Sometimes I think, like, if I wrote something, I'd want to see someone else interpret it and perform it. Like, I think that can make it even better. Uh, I don't know. I mean, she wrote it. She wanted to be in it. So, I mean, it's ultimately all on her. So if people don't like it, then she has to know it's it's stuff that she's done. No, it's just the alt-right trolls giving her a hard time. <laughs> well, I'm sure yeah. that's what she'll say. Um, yeah. Are we uh, are we all set? I think we're all set. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really want to get into a, a political discussion. <laughs> I don't know about you. You didn't want to talk about. Oh, James let's get Comey? into. It. All right. Well, you, you Ghostbusters. Lead, you the female off. Ghostbusters has a 73% medic or uh, Rotten Tomatoes score, 53% audience score. Yeah, I'm honestly surprised it's that high. Although I haven't seen it, so I really can't judge. I think it was as awful as people were making it out to be. But I mean, it wasn't like the greatest film either. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just turned off by all the press it's gotten. Like, I'm sure if it had just come out and I'd seen it, I'd be like, oh, that was okay. I mean, people give um, Melissa McCarthy a lot of flack too, but I, I, I've liked a lot of the stuff she's done more than Amy Schumer. So um, I thought Spy was really good uh, that she was in. I think Melissa McCarthy's hilarious. Yeah, like, uh, I didn't necessarily have a problem with Ghostbusters so much as like it just felt like they uh if they were going to remake a movie um like they flaunted it as all female and they just didn't see the point of making it all female who do you think's the best female comedian ever ever uh or your favorite oh god i have no idea um i mean i really enjoyed tina fey's work um and uh i've enjoyed some of amy polar's stuff um but yeah they'd probably say like who are some of the more iconic female comedians I think, Joan Rivers I think my favorite ever is Roseanne Roseanne is is hilarious but she hasn't done anything in a while yeah her sitcom was one of the best up until that last season yeah they're they're reviving it uh for this fall really yeah it's coming back a uh, limited episode series I think something like eight episodes like with all the same people yeah are they gonna like somehow explain why Dan is still alive yeah like the ending was like a double dream yeah, I don't know how they're going to explain it, but yeah, they're they're trying to get everybody back. Is she um, is she writing it? I think so. Nice. They just announced it like a couple of weeks ago. You can look it up. Do you have a favorite female, Matt? Um, favorite female comedian? No, really. <laughs> yeah, women aren't funny. <laughs> like, is there a female uh, comic you would watch on Netflix if she had a special? Wanda Sykes. Yeah, I mean, I usually, I generally, I honestly watch um, watch any of them. Like, I'll watch if I if I hear good things about it, I'll check it out. 
uh, whether I like it or not. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's some comedian, female comedians. I just can't remember their names that I hear on podcasts and stuff that I really enjoy. Uh, to be honest, I really enjoyed Amy Schumer um, like Her, five years Amy ago. Amy Schumer, yeah. Yeah, like I, I really liked her. I thought she was really I liked, funny. I yeah, I liked her sick, or not her sitcom, but her her sketch show on Comedy Central. I liked it the first two seasons, and then it just got weird. I know, I don't think I've really got into the second season, but I I remember making sure that I watched uh, the first season. Yeah, it was on my DVR at the time. I like Sarah Silverman a lot too. Until she, I you know what? I'm actually really glad you said that. I love Sarah Silverman. I like her a lot. I loved her. Uh, did you ever see her show on Comedy Central? I did. It was funny. Yeah, I loved that show. It was only like one season, wasn't it? It was three, I think. Um, I was going to actually have this as my final thought, so I'll throw it out there. But I really enjoyed, uh, there's a show on HBO right now, Crashing. Uh, I was going to say, if you guys haven't checked it out yet, definitely watch it. Did they finish uh, it's eight episodes. season? Is the season over? Yeah, it's yeah eight episodes really funny uh is great and it's got a lot of great comedians in it uh really funny stuff but uh sarah silverman is in that too uh-huh. i've been meaning to check that one out i haven't done it yet i i liked her until she came down with trump derangement syndrome sarah silverman yeah oh um i'm trying to think if there's anything of hers that i really enjoyed that she did recently but i can't think of anything that she's done recently she was in that Star Trek Voyager episode in 1997. <laughs> that was only 20 years ago. Yeah. Well, didn't she get naked in something? Yeah, oh, yeah. That was kind of recent. Like two years ago, maybe? Oh, uh, yeah. Movie. Yeah, movie like a couple years ago. Yeah, she yeah. got naked. She had a bush. She did. Was she also in um, Masters of Sex, the Showtime show? I think it's Showtime. I don't, I don't know. know what that is. Huh. Anyway. What's your final? Uh, who? What final thought? Where were we on? Uh, Adams, because we hadn't started them. Oh, um, Adam. hmm. Well, Mother's Day is this weekend. I should. <laughs> I should probably uh, <laughs> get my mother a card and do something. What's your nice fondest and... Mother's Day memory, Adam? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my fondest <laughs> Mother's Day memory. That yeah. time when you really like went all out for your mom, and then she's like, "I love you so much, Adam." This is my favorite Mother's Day memory. What's the best Mother's Day gift? I made her fudge last year. <laughs> Did you really? Like just homemade fudge? Yeah. Oh, you shit in the toilet. Got stuck <laughs> everywhere. She had to clean it out. Mom, I made you a mess to clean up. <laughs> Remember Mom, when I'm... you have to? You used to have to change my diapers. Well, guess what? I shit in my underwear. Get the wipes out. She's cleaned up so many of my messes. You think she? Would... What's her favorite thing to do? Mom, this is a really messy one. Get the power hose out. Make sure you use the heated wipes. So there's no uh, there's no favorite Mother's Day? I don't know. I haven't thought about it. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's going to fucking lift his legs up. Crop his mom's going to come in. I will say... He's going to go, oh, right. Adam. I'll change my final thought. I can't believe... this again. <laughs> well, Father's Day is in the month. I can't believe... The fucking liberals are freaking out that Trump fired Comey after <laughs> after months and months. Final, this is a final thought of them saying, like how unfit to be there he was and how he should resign. What are your thoughts, Joe? <laughs> Do I have to get into it? I mean, I don't care. What, that are, much. what are your thoughts about that? 
I think that they're trying to paint it as like, oh, why are they upset when they don't want him there when that's not really the issue? Um, that is the issue. It's not the issue. Uh, the what issue, is the issue? The issue is that he's firing a man who's investigating him for Russia. And yes, nobody likes Comey, but it's sort of like he's overstepping. He does have legal authority to do it, but it's like if you're under investigation, firing the lead investigator in it doesn't look good for you. And that's what they're saying. But the investigation doesn't go away because Comey was fired. Yes, but he can put in somebody who will no longer actively investigate him anymore. Like, he'll, he appoints the next person. Well, he, he's a, James Comey said he wasn't investigating Trump anyway. He said that to Trump, but then he was actually asking for more resources to investigate it. So, like, basically, people aren't upset that Comey... Nobody cares about Comey. He, everybody disliked him, like you said. It's just that people don't like that he was firing the man who was, you know, in charge of his own investigation to Russia. I mean, the he still answers to the deputy attorney general. I mean, him going away, he's not the sum of the FBI. So yes, the investigation but will he can continue, put in somebody... no matter how retarded it is, because there's no Russia connection. Well, we don't know that. Um, and There's no evidence. We don't know that. We don't see all of their evidence. <laughs> like, for you to say, like, I don't know that... When if there was evidence, we would have FBI. seen it by now. Yeah, but you're not in the FBI. Like, you don't see what evidence they have. Neither is James Comey. Uh, well, yes, because they just kicked him out. <laughs> but he presumably had seen evidence had there been any like we don't know and he if there wasn't any he would have closed the investigation by now and he hadn't so for them to say like uh why are you so upset you didn't like him well yes nobody liked him but you also are firing the man who's in charge of your investigation so um yeah it's kind of a big sticking point if he said he had all this evidence that he was investigating hillary clinton for and he didn't pursue it well then why do but you there's think... no evidence to this russia thing if... and they think he was going to pursue it why did trump say that i love comey so much during his entire campaign uh towards the end when he was bringing up the the clinton emails and then fire him because of the clinton emails because he was helping him i think like he, so he, why he, was, he was fond of him because so why is that he firing helped him, him now Be because he's worked with him for four months now and he saw how inept he was but two weeks ago he said he was doing a great job literally came out and said that he was on the news saying that clearly he thinks otherwise if he just fired him yeah it's just it's it's weird for him to like he hasn't really presented anything for why he dislikes him now or why he thinks he's doing a bad job because the official line they gave was that uh it was over his handling over the the clinton email investigation but he's always praised the clinton email investigation so why is that the excuse you're giving now like clearly it's something yeah. else why aren't they investigating that i mean that he did investigate that. But they're investigating a Russian connection that revealed the emails, yet they're not revealing what the crimes actually were that were committed in the emails? They're not, they're not releasing the details of their investigation yet because it's not over. They re the reason they released the details of the Clinton email thing is because they closed it. But they found proof of a undercover pedophile ring in Congress. Okay, well, that's a different topic. No, they won't. They won't let him find that. The and they still haven't figured out why the water's making the frogs gay. Oh, the water's <laughs> doing that now. <laughs> well, there's a Thirty Rock episode that sort of explained it. The government had created a bio weapon that, uh, instead of like killing people, it just made people homosexuals, and they <laughs> dropped it in the Middle East and it made them all kill themselves afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> the 
it is weird that it's specific to frogs that frogs are the only ones turning gay. But... And where is the water? Is it just the water in DC or? <laughs> I don't even want to get into that. Okay. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> uh, <laughs> frogs start butt fucking out there. <laughs> um, Joe, what's your I mean, I can't top the, the frogs are making the water. Uh, the water is making the frogs gay. Um, <laughs> I've been watching uh, season two of Sense8, and I don't know if you guys watched the first season, but I've been really enjoying the second season, so... Um, my final thought is that you should, uh, you should check it out. I'm not your Negro is 99% on the tomato meter. <laughs> what the hell is I'm not your 84% of the audience liked it. That's still pretty close. Mm. What's I'm not your Negro? Is that new? I was at the grocery store earlier today and I was finding a parking spot. <laughs> and, uh, when I got out of the car, uh, there was this young kid who was collecting the shopping carts, and he was like, "Weird, it's like this geeky kid." It's a market basket. That's where it was. Um, and uh, he looks at me and he goes, "Oh, hey, hey, man!" And I was like, "Hey," He's like, "Nice hair." So this really took me to you, like it. Yeah, it's what he yeah. said to me, and it threw me off as I wasn't expecting like any of this to happen. Did you just get a new uh, haircut? No, no, it's like a couple weeks old. Um, so the only thing that I could think to say to him was, thanks, man, nice glasses. That's That was my response. Oh, wait, do you think he was being sarcastic or were you being sarcastic? I I was, I didn't mean to be anything. You know how you get in those moments where somebody says something to you and you like you didn't really ex- expect it and just, like it threw did, my whole thing off. Like did you I was have getting nice- out of the... Did he have nice glasses? He had glasses. Oh. He, they weren't nice. They weren't anything. It was yeah. just like he said, hey, nice hair. And the only thing that I could think to say to him was, hey, nice glasses. And I feel like I might have insulted him. Wait, did you take like, the nice hair as insult? Or like you? No, I didn't nice? take it. Like I, it was just, it threw me off. Oh. You like, just didn't know how to respond weird. to it. Why didn't you just say thanks, buddy? I don't know. I don't know why I didn't say that well, i mean I, I told you the story about the kid when i was at walmart and he uh had tourette's and then i copied his tourette tick when i responded to him like accidentally isn't it weird at market basket too yeah. that they only have people working for them that are either 15 years old yeah. or 97 or 90, years yeah old. it is weird they only and hire the people in those that ranges. are 97 years old all of their stickers say they've been there for like 50 years yep but how do they like? They how do they get because from they don't get, like, fifteen a to ninety-seven? Well, because they were fully staffed for for like but seventy I years. I never see them in transition. And now people from have retired to 97. out of it. Yeah, because they were fully staffed for seventy years, and now people have started to die or retire, and uh, then they get the fifteen-year-olds and, and doctor those. Kids. I feel like they get the fifteen-year-olds, and then they work there, and then once they hit a certain age, like seventeen, they take them to a farm where they they raise them. Until they're 97. My brother, and then they bring them back. My brother worked there when he was 15. Um, of course. And he was, you can only work at Market yeah. Basket if you're 15 or 97. His job was to push carriages. And then we got a call one day that we had to come pick him up because he passed out pushing carriages. It was too hot for him. 
<laughs> so he like didn't complain to anybody that he was like feeling lightheaded or faint. He he just went back out and started pushing more carriages and then fainted in the parking lot. Was he Have you ever seen a twenty five year old person working at Market Basket? No. But I'm sure it's because they also pay minimum wage and But how does the person that's that. ninety seven who's been there for fifty years or sixty or however many years, how did they make it through that? I'm sure Where do they go? Well they don't they don't make enough to retire and they couldn't save enough, so they just have to keep working until they die. Hmm. Because they work at Market Basket. I actually I've heard Market Basket has nice benefits, so I don't know. I don't know why they don't hire more middle-aged people. It's kind of like But ha- but they they have to have been there because of the time like every name tag says how many years, years they've, they've been, been there. there. Yeah. And they would have been there when they were middle-aged, but you never see the middle-aged people. I think it's been around for a long time. I think you just didn't notice. Uh well, obviously you weren't here like 20 years ago, but I'm just saying I think I would start to see the people that will be 97. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, if yeah. I walk in there, I should. Well, maybe they're people like managers. Maybe they're just in the back, and like the front-facing people are the cashiers. Wait, that hold you on. See. You start off at 15, pushing carts. Yeah. Then you become a manager. No, then you're a cashier for a while while you still look young, and then after you've uh, you know hit like college age, they're like, okay, you're a manager now, and then and you, you, just, you get put in the back. You get put in the back, and you get put in the office, and that's it. Like you just don't. And then get once seen you, anymore. but once you peter out and you hit ninety-seven, they put you back as a cashier. Yeah, because you're senile. Because you can't you, you can't retire crunch as the a numbers. Cashier? Yeah, you can't crunch the numbers anymore in the office. So you got to go back out as a cashier or a bagger. Something some fishy's going on at Market Basket. I mean, you're also right. They could be like cocooning them. That's what they have to be like, doing. Like everybody there is actually ninety, but then you go in the cocoon for a little while and you come out as young, and then you have to regenerate. Oh, you think that's what's going on? It could be. Fuck! I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I mean, underneath how else do they of every have all, like these like tasty bakeries and stuff. Like they're using old world recipes. Maybe that's what happens. Maybe they actually take the young people and put them in cocoons, and that's what like all the electricity comes from the oh, young people like and batteries. they automatically turn 97. Yeah. Huh. It's a secret of market basket. Something's happening there and we should get to the bottom of it. Just saying. Guys, we're the Lotus Cast. LotusCast.com is where you can listen to us live every Thursday night, 9 to whenever we decide to end. Hope you enjoyed this show. You follow us on Twitter at the Lotus Cast. Make sure you... uh Follow at strange underscore label, strangelabel.com. Tons of great shows over there, right? Am I right? Very, uh, very many great shows. On so much entertainment over there. You got the uh, real barrel full of dicks. At least one every right. night. Yeah. yeah. Got a show every night. Check it out. It's good stuff. Check out the schedule, strangelabel.com. Follow them on Twitter at strange underscore label. <sighs> It's been fun. It's been a good show, guys. Good hey, job. I meant to ask you because uh, you guys do a show now. You do Matt and Around with Rochelle, uh, but it's like during my guitar lesson, so I never hear it. Are you guys putting that out anywhere? I don't know yet. God, there's so much you could be doing. How many likes on Facebook do you have? Yeah, but I haven't really pushed it yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, if I decided to push it, it would be bigger than the DC Mon. I don't know, man. We have 26 likes. So why don't you decide so. to push it? I just haven't. I'm not. I've not done it yet. I haven't really liked uh, the entire. 
We actually have a bunch of audience engagement on our post now. But, but it's mostly just people talking about the TV shows. So. But yeah, Until I just wanted to know week. if you post oh. anywhere. Sorry. No, not yet. Not. Why this song? What made you decide on this song? Uh, I just pulled it up quickly. I went for acoustic covers, and this was the first one that showed up on YouTube. What's that mean? Will she smell alone? The dogs begin to smell her. Will she smell alone? What does that mean? Like, is she dead? Does she already smell? Guys, until next week, go fuck yourselves. So is it raining in your bedroom and I see that these are the eyes of disarray? Would you even care? And I'm feeling that she feels Man.